Hey everyone, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jade. And this is Not, Not So, so super. We're back. This is our second season, and we're super excited to be here with you. Sarah Jane made us these really good drinks, so ignore the, the breaks and <laughs> the or embrace the awkward silence. Exactly. It's just the bourbon was deceptively placed in that drink. It was delicious, though. <laughs> yes. It was hilarious. Us trying to figure out how we're going to start. But, like, you know, when you're doing everything just a little bit slower, that's what happened here. Imagine we had edibles. Oh, my God. No. That would have been great. It it wouldn't. We would. It'd be like an hour and 45 minute episode and we do not talk about anything. Nope. No. Except the types of things that are coming out of our ears oh, out of your ears out of my uh, ears except yeah. when you're floating oh, man, my spaghetti hair <laughs> i told you that story right yeah, yeah. that's funny that I, should be a segment on the podcast really uh hi hi like i was good what's another word for hi really right now <laughs> sorry <laughs> Because I was thinking of drunk history. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, high, not high history, but. No. it High heroes, high, <laughs> high zeros. But then uh, I was like, what's another word for high? But anyways, I digress. I think. What do they call them now? DUIs? Driving under the influence? Talking under the influence? Yeah, talking under the influence. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um Welcome to season two. Season two. So our friend has offered to write us a jingle and he was like our first and most faithful fan. So yep. he's the stress is going to kill him. That's what's Take gonna happen. Take it easy. <laughs> I don't wanna call him out. He's no, gonna not. hear we're that. Gonna go <laughs> He's like, gonna listen. Um, we're Just like, be easy, okay? Exactly. We're gonna love it. Everyone's gonna love it when it comes. But like, he's such a great artist. I've never heard him play any instruments, but his singing voice alone. So, oh yeah. I'm just gonna assume that he plays as well as he sings. He's got a YouTube. He. Oh yes. He's one of those. Yeah. So we're like, we're we're kind of like official now. I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just need to get some ads up in here. Oh, my God, yes. Oh Eventually. God. Do a commercial. For uh, what podcasters usually do is they, like, talk about what they like. Yeah. And then hopefully someone hears something and says, like, oh, yeah. You know, they like 
Bombay socks. <laughs> or uh, wine. Or wine. Yep. We, is- we like wine. Yeah. We obviously like bourbon. Yes. Oh, my God. What if that's our stick? What? Like a bourbon company. Come on now. Hey, guys, we're going to give you free bourbon. We're like, please. At this point, I'm pretty sure you don't even have to pay us. You just give us the bourbon. Yes. And, <laughs> and then we'll shout you out. We'll exactly. make this cocktail again. We'll make our own cocktail. Yes. It um, was so good. And that's why we're here. I wonder if there's any bourbon places. in this. Uh, is it called a distillery? I feel like that's what it's called. In Jersey City. Or New Jersey in Jersey. general. I don't know. I know like, there's a distillery um, by Liberty Science Center. But what is that? Corgi. Corgi, okay. gist- Corgi yeah, distillery. Sorry. No, no, but I'm... Gin? That's what I'm saying. Because, okay, for instance, I know certain alcohols can't be called... Distillery. No, can't oh. be called that alcohol unless it's made in certain places. Oh. Like, you know, technically... It's sparkling wine. It's mm-hmm. only champagne if it comes from the champagne region in France. Are you serious? Yes, 100%. Huh. Um, so champagne is a place. Champagne is a place. Champagne, France. France. And like, that's where champagne comes from. If it doesn't come from there, it's supposed to be called sparkling wine. California champagne, not a thing. That's funny. So I think it might be, I'm thinking bourbon. Is it like that? Because I always think of like Kentucky bourbon, right? That's where the state is from. So is it? I think so. It sounds right in my head. So so that's not a distillery. I don't know. I mean, they could make a bourbon-like drink, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if they would call it bourbon. Like, is it isn't bourbon a form of whiskey or something? They're in the same family. Whiskey bourbon. Bourbon. I feel like that's right. We're not it- helping our situation of getting an alcohol sponsor. <laughs> We're failing. Okay, see, but here's the thing. Once you become our sponsor, we will know everything about oh, you. Oh, of course. We'll just be sitting here Hello. spouting bourbon facts. We'll be dr- you'll hear little glasses. Yes, the ice cube. The a- like, ASMR. My- in fact, it's just slapping. My ice is melted. It's slashing water. Oh no! My ice is melted. My bed. Oh no! Literally, all my ice cubes are gone. That's sad. There was because it's hot in here. Yeah, I don't have centralized air conditioning. We would be dying if we were recording in my bathroom. Uh, so this is the best. The best we're gonna get. I'm over the summer. What was the feel like temperature today? It felt like my <laughs> my coworker yesterday said that when you went outside, it was like standing on hell's porch. We're taking an unscheduled trip through hell. <laughs> you know what sucks? When I'm running in the morning, it's so hazy. That's, that's how hot heat. it. That's, that's how hot it is. <laughs> that's I can't. It's insane. And we're supposed to just have this i think it's supposed to this is just the beginning yeah taper off on tuesday but i'm sure you know maybe a week of more moderate temperatures and we'll get hot again yeah and then thunderstorms or those random like in the middle of the day thunderstorms for like an hour yeah and And then then sun again they don't even really cool anything down and then like i was telling you earlier when i heard on the radio the guy's like 
yeah, by 2050, this is just going to be an average day in the summer. And I was like, we're still going to be alive. <laughs> we will still be here for this. Like, Hopefully on another planet. Oh, God. Mars? Mars doesn't want us. That sounds hot. <laughs> Hotter. It's further from the sun. Oh, is it? Yeah, it should be better. Okay. Venus is super hot because it's closer, but the further from the sun, the further from the sun you get, the, the cooler. cooler it is. So I'm thinking, like, we really need to be hitting up Jupiter because... Let's get on Saturn. I want to be on those rings. I don't know if Saturn, like, Saturn seems kind of far, so it's going to be very cold. Did some, I, did I read this right or something? I just remember it because it was, sounds pretty cool, but like Saturn's rings are like diamonds or something because the rings aren't solid rings. They're like pieces yes, of stone, yes, yes, whatever. Yes. But, it's but like, from a distance, it looks like Yeah, it looks rings. solid, yeah. but it's also like. I thought they were galaxies. Man. <laughs> I don't know if it works like that. I thought I think you watch Men in Black one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Saturn had galaxies revolving around, around itself. It? That's why those rings are there. I don't know. That seems or like Or stars. Is it stars or suns? It could be. Galaxy is like we're in the Milky Way galaxy, and that contains all our planets. We are in the Milky Way? Yeah. So how come we can see the Milky Way? I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we're not in the Milky Way. Maybe that's what I've always that's what I've always known, but maybe we're not. Wait. I'm sorry. We yes. don't see the Milky Way. I was thinking of the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. My bad. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the bourbon. <laughs> Literally. This is beautiful. How about uh, a science museum sponsor us? Exactly. Please. Liberty like, Science Center. Come on now. <laughs> they'll send us on like an actual field trip to yeah. like, you guys. Before you go out there and say this stuff, we're going to do a little course. But it's a course for like fourth graders. <laughs> Yo, we were smart then. I knew all the capitals of the all of the Stop. states. Yeah, I still don't know those. I don't think there's a time I've ever known them. I know all the states, not the capitals. Those are good drinking games. Naming state capitals. Yeah, I'm like. Can I'm, you even name five? No, wait. Um, okay, so New York's Albany, New Jersey's Trenton, um, California is Sacramento, Pennsylvania is Pittsburgh. It's not Scranton? Oh, it could be. <laughs> it sounds like it should be. No, nah, I'm just an office fan. So. Yeah. <laughs> what if it is? I thought it was Pittsburgh, but maybe. It's not Philadelphia? I feel like it's not Philadelphia, though. Because it's like you would think New Jersey would be like Jersey City or Newark, and New York would be New York. But. That's true. You know what I mean? Augusta, Maine? Helena, Montana. I just remember those because they're ladies' names. Oh, I thought you meant the show. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Big Sky? I do not watch That's that. That's a good show. I like it. I just got into it. They're going in season two, right? Yeah. Because guess who's going to be on the show? Who? His wife, right? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> a 
David E. Kelly produces the show and he's married to Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer's gonna be? I don't know. I don't oh. watch the show. I'm just asking. Oh, Dean's gonna be on there. Dean who? The actor who plays Dean on Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back around. Bring it back around. I'm done. I love me a Jensen Eccles. Oh, God. That's his, act- That's his real name. She brought it back around to Supernatural. Yeah. In the 3,500 seasons it ran. I would love to do a Supernatural podcast with someone who didn't even watch Supernatural. How how would that work? I don't know. Sounds like fun. (laughs) I've never, and I say that knowing Supernatural was on for like half my life. Um, More than half my life. More than half, yeah. Um, And I've never seen an episode. God, and I've watched all of that under one year. It's, it's, it's sick. Or probably under six months. That's crazy. That's like, I don't even know. Are you watching three episodes a day? Probably like 10. <laughs> There's nothing you to do during COVID. just binged it. Yeah. What, what, what? I'm trying to think of like what I was, what's like CW show I was watching instead. But, it, you know, instead of Supernatural. I can't think of any. I don't even know what else was on. That's what I'm saying. I I wanted to say, what was that Superman with Tom Wells? Willing? The one Kristen Kruick was on. Yeah. That's Lois it. and Lane? No. Lois and Lane? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bourbon. Yeah. Not Lois and Lane. So sorry. Uh, Lois and Clark. Clark. Yeah. No, that's new. But this is an old oh. one. Um, Smallville. Was that on uh, at the same time? Yes. I think I might have watched Smallville. And I, I definitely watched the original Charmed. And I feel like that was on CW, but I could be wrong. I think WB. that was. Yeah. That's what I was watching. Some, some of those shows, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. It looked like it was shot with like a filter over the over camera. Because everything was always like kind of blurry, but in a Certain glowing parts. way. Yeah. Certain parts. I okay. What's also funny is like you say Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I remember how obsessed with that show we were and every week we made sure we watched it. But the one thing that always sticks in my mind is when they did the musical episode mm. and like how stoked I was because that's like I love musicals, that's the best mm-hmm, thing ever. Mm-hmm. Any show doing a musical episode I'm here for. I didn't even watch Chuck, but they did a musical episode and I watched it, okay? Did you watch Umbrella Academy? Of course. The yes. new one? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Was it Footloose? Was that the song? Yes. It was that was a song from I Footloose. Was like, I what is going on? <laughs> I love it. Oh, Diego. Um, but I will say that I loved a, a Umbrella Academy first season, second season. I don't know how I feel about this third season. That one character was just very annoying. I heard a rumor. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was, I was like, really mad with the direction. It didn't make sense to me. And I don't know what they're trying to do, but it's giving me some Game of Thrones vibes, and I still have PTSD from that, so. I never watched Game of... Well, I've watched, like, maybe the second, third, and last episode. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I can't. 
This season is a little different. Yes. Um, last season, we focused a lot on uh, Super Zeros and Unmighty Men, Wilting Women. And now we're going to focus on truly horrendously terrible supervillains. Yes. So without further ado, here's season two. Let's say you were a supervillain, uh-huh. right? Would you leave a calling card or like some kind of signature thing of yours behind? Yeah. Like what? What would you do? Um, or leave? You know what, though? I think in my very poison ivy type mentality, <gasps> I would. Would you leave a plant? You know, not a whole plant. Oh. <laughs> I am really excited. (laughs) I'm thinking I would leave like, I don't know, vines or leaves, something behind. So would your, so say you like were kidnapping Mm -hmm. someone and then you would like tie them to a fence with your vine. Exactly. I always have vines with me ready to go. That's pretty cool. So I'm telling you, I'd, I'd come prepare, like leave leaves in my wake. I kind of like like the idea of too like leaving dried flower petals and stuff. I like that actually. Right? That's what I'm saying. Damn, that was a good answer. Thank you. You I know thought. what my answer was? I would leave a recipe. Ma'am, should people start cooking after you leave? <laughs> well, because it's confusing. Yes. And then yes. that's how I distract them. They're like, "What is this pot pie recipe for?" But you've already left. Why? <laughs> exactly. I'm out. confusing them. Yes. Everyone's confused. Your and then some are people confused. are going to be like, hmm, is this recipe actually good? Okay. And then I'm further and further away from the cops. I'm further and further away Wait, ahead. What bumbling police force <laughs> <laughs> is this? I'm like, these are like movie, like, you know, old school silent movie comic police men who are like hitting each other on the head with their batons. Mm-hmm. Like, You're obviously gonna... the better supervillain <laughs> in this scenario. And I, I'm leaving my like cupcake recipe going, man, <laughs> yes. I should have it... left a plant behind. Yeah. Okay. But a whole ass plant seems like it's excessive. Where in a pot. Keep, yeah, in a pot. Where are you keeping this potted plant before you leave I'm it in at my the front bag. Next to my, you know, pocket of recipes. It's, it's straight nonsense. I can't. <laughs> so, because I, I like puzzles. Mm-hmm. And when I thought of supervillains kind of leaving calling cards or something behind, yeah. uh, the Riddler came up. Mm-hmm. And the Riddler uh, was always, like, a few steps ahead of everybody, and he always left riddles. And for the most part, they led up to something else, yeah. or they connected. Maybe in some certain instances, they would lead up to an ultimate plan, Yeah, which I thought was always pretty cool. My recipe card is kind of just like the 
dumber version of it. <laughs> and then I also thought of uh, the Joker mm-hmm. with Batman. He always left uh, a Joker playing card. Yes. But in between those two villains, mm-hmm. there came a man of simpler means, a starving artist, an evil poet. Oh my. He turned to a life of crime with a dark desire to get the recognition he thought he deserved. This was the start of the revenge-killing spree by the hands of Edward Fearing, the jingler. Oh, my God. Okay. The Joker, the Riddler. The jingler. No. That's, mm-hmm. This is why he wasn't successful. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Fearing was a struggling artist, unable to get his poetry published. His work would get shut down publisher after publisher, and he was described as trash no one wanted to read. Damn. I know. Not my words. <laughs> that was in the comic book. That's harsh, though. I know. Very, very harsh. Despirited and months behind bills, he was basically out of money and out of luck. So when he got caught trying to steal food from the local grocer, he lost his shit. And he accidentally killed the man. Accidentally? Accidentally. Yep. We sure? With a, uh, what was it? A curtain rod. Mm. You know, that's kind of hard to... Accidentally ad- kill somebody Accidentally with. kill somebody. Like maybe, you know, a glass. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, he, he was in a grocery store. Like maybe he pushed them into the fridge. The freezer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they keep the meat. <laughs> A curtain rod. That was an accident. So you so walked called. over to home goods section, pulled down the curtain rod, and then proceeded like, to kill somebody with it. Is by it, accident. By accident. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead of going to the police in fear of, you know, being hung for second murder. degree murder yeah. and theft, he fled the scene. Okay. But in his frantic haste, he fails to see one of his poems. Left ripped, behind? Yep. Ripped off and left in the grasp of the fallen grocer man. And basically, no witnesses and no forensics team back then. Uh, Edward put the murder behind him and went about his days. That's nice of him. Mm-hmm. That is, until he sees the front page headline, Strange Jingle Murder Baffles Police. And notices his poem is published. Quote, once I wrote a little rhyme of people in an older time. That's it. Just That's two it? lines. Yep. Just. This is why. Just two he lines. was failing as an artist. <laughs> <His> poems suck. <laughs> Edward, so enthralled by the fact that his two lines were actually published, purchased all the copies his money could buy. I mean, I'm guilty of that myself yeah i've published uh not published i've purchased copies of like my first publication yeah and i get it as a creative it's a big deal yeah but but it wasn't attached to a murder exactly i wouldn't kill for it (laughs) or like go broke and he obviously didn't need the money for like food or electricity yeah because he read the newspapers by candlelight yelling in the dark i'm famous I had to murder to get my verses read. He's so crazy. But it's worth it. Oh. If it's murder they want, they shall have it. 
He sounds really crazy. Now coined the Jingler, Edward carries out a months-long vendetta, killing all the publishers who basically shot him down. Okay. Leaving a death poem on or in each body, but gleefully waiting to be published in the next paper. So for a man thrown from a window, the death poem read, quote, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, <laughs> but that was really nothing at all. If you really would like a surprise, wait and see how the next one died. Oh, well, he's getting That's better. a little better, right? Yeah. Right, right. And then for a man shot at his desk, a man who says he'll eat a rye may eat his words another time. And this note was like stuffed in, in his, his mouth. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like the imagery on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His evil poetic calling cards and high-profile crimes caught the attention of the wizard and his sidekick, Roy the Superboy, who deduced that the publishing industry was in danger. (laughs) They determined that the famous writer, Winston Wolfe, who was scheduled to critique the poems live on air, uh, was the jingler's next target, and they were right. Of course. Mm Mm-hmm. A car chase and roughhousing led the boys' fight to an abandoned rock quarry where the jingler, eventually being defeated by the wizard, falls to his death and fluttering down onto his body, his last poem. Oh, no. <clears throat> life quickly cools in poets and fools. One more life, my friend, is approaching its end. The jingler created by Bill Wolfolk and Paul Reinman for Top Notch Comics, lasted only one issue. <laughs> yeah. Because he died at the at Yep, exactly. In the first issue. Exactly. The not-so-super villain had no actual superpowers, nor really much writing talent. And unlike the Riddler, there wasn't anything, like, smart or savvy. Yeah about his poems and they didn't even lead to another clue or connect to his next murder. The idea to even leave a poem wasn't even his idea. It was an accident. (laughs) He was unoriginal in so many ways. Mm -hmm. His relentless desire to get his work out there just drove him mad. Even if it meant killing and dying for free publicity. It's really sad. He's a really sad case. Yep, sad emoji. (laughs) His best work was probably his last unpublished poem. Death will come to every man, never asking if it can, and the trail it leaves behind. Mortal man will never find. R.I.P. the jingler. R.I.P. Oh my god. It's bad. I will say the funny bit about supervillains that we're doing and from the ones that I've done I noticed that they had very short careers yes <laughs> literally one issue short and sweet though yeah exactly their like whole story arc is handled in one issue where they either are apprehended or they die yes so that's gonna be hilarious cause the jingler Literally gets killed at the end of his one issue. But you know what? He was like 
a serial killer. So yeah, he was a bad guy. He's I know, a baddie. Like, legitimate, and not like these like modern superhero um, super villains who never quite seem to kill mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just like he's actually killing. Yeah, and this happened for like a month. I know, or a few months. He was on a spree. He's like a, what's his name? Real life person. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Did Jack the Ripper leave notes? He did. Yeah. But uh, there is a theory that the writers who wrote about him and his killing spree in the newspapers are the ones that planted those letters. But up for debate. I can see it. That makes sense. A little bit. The jingler. Hmm. The jingler. Um, yeah, that was a good one to start off the season, and you guys get a vibe <laughs> for what this season's gonna be like. Because I thought it was interesting. It was. I'm and not you know me lie. and my poems. <laughs> well, don't insult people who <laughs> like good poetry because that was not. Nope. And I guess that's why he got his title because there are they are like jingles, but bad ones. So. I know. <laughs> That's why guy. it's like you've got the Riddler. No need for the Jingler. Nope. No one. No one needs it. Maybe That's... if he sang it, like a proper <laughs> jingle. Well, when I saw the Jingler name, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, song." <laughs> That's what it is. I'm thinking of short little jingles that you have of like commercials, but I guess that's not what we're doing here. I guess the Jingler. Sounded better than the poet. The poet. The failed poet. Mm-hmm. The bad poet. Sad emoji poet. <laughs> That's like sad Keanu. Oh. Sad poet. Sad poet. Well, crazy. Yeah. Killed everybody. Well, not everybody. And killed a bunch of people who told him no. Or he wasn't good enough. But they were honestly... Just, they were mean to him. They were just telling the truth, though, because he really I guess so. Dead. That's right. But you could also just say no. Yeah. No, thanks. Well, I didn't think he liked that. My characters, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say if it was on a brighter note, but let's see. My first character is, I wanted to, again, keep with my friend it's obviously gonna have to change because i don't know if there's many super villain um women out there but i found one so that's what i'm going with and she is a woman of color so i'm like let's do this um her name's vita the cobra woman yes yeah (laughs) she was created by vernon henkel uh, she first appeared in Police Comics number six in January of 1942. So it's starting pretty far back, too. And like we said last season, we talked about the 40s and the focus on like police and crime mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. detectives in comics and movies. So in general, though, I'm pretty sure that detective type shows and serials have always done well. Whether it's like radio, television, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they weren't, you know, they weren't watching Law and Order in the fifties. But I'm sure <laughs> they imagine had... Mariska Hardigay <laughs> in the fifties. Like, I mean, 
nothing that is done on that show could have been aired in the 50s. So I, it would be a completely different show. But my mom told me, like, and I don't know if it's from the 50s or the 60s, but my mom told me, like, she used to watch The Untouchables. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the mm-hmm. movie, yeah, but yeah. they it had a TV show. So I didn't know that. Yeah, so she said she used to watch that with Elliot Ness. Um, but it's the same thing. They're, they're FBI agents, I think, right? That's what they were, yeah. Um, but, again, those kind of police procedurals have always been popular. So Vita was the ultimate femme fatale. She married a rich businessman named Peter Kane, also known as the Rubber Tycoon. So filthy rich. Uh, She was an old-fashioned exotic dancer. So like nowadays... Does that mean... Well, okay, so when you say exotic dancer, people are thinking like a stripper. But back in the day, an exotic dancer would wear very specific like revealing costumes and then they would do very um choreographed dances Mm -hmm. that kind of accentuated that costume Mm -hmm. like i'm like the most common one i think you can think of is like someone like a bubble girl right she like she would have bubbles like balloons around her yeah yeah, yeah. and then she like popped them Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a not masquerade burlesque yes it'd be closer it's to like a burlesque yeah, yeah, yeah closer to a burlesque um then like even though it's technically this you're looking at it like someone who's like take like revealing mm-hmm. but it's it's different so she is literally described as being imported from india wow i know i know it's it's very much a product of oh, its time, no. right? So she's seen as a property. This guy literally bought her to be his wife. Uh-huh. So she performed I at... hope she killed him. <laughs> <laughs> she performed at the club Orient... I think this is like Oriental. So it's like Oriental, but like I with see. an E at the end. Mm-hmm where she did a sexy snake dance with a cobra. Britney Spears style? Yes. So while she's minding her business, just doing her job, dancing, Peter Jr., her husband's son, he frequents this uh, club, and we'll just call him PJ for the time being, because I've decided to name him PJ. Um, Now he's been living some kind of porno fantasy where oh. he seduces his new hot stepmom. Oh. So he just spends his time trying to get her to engage be with, with him. him. Mm-hmm. Again, this woman just married your father, but whatever, you know, do you, PJ? Vita goes along with his advances, and you're thinking, oh, so she's going to leave the dad for the son. Well, she kisses him, and he immediately <gasps> begins gasping for air. He's choking. <sighs> Very much like Joffrey Game of Thrones, like, yes. And then he dies. I mean, she's called the Cobra Woman, guys. Come on. So, (laughs) also, and I even wrote this down. I was like, also, I love this because it reminds me of Batman and Robin. Yes. Yes. I love that. Like, I love that. You just needed that thin piece of... But wait, 
Oh, wait. Oh, okay. It you, okay. Um, and, and Poison Ivy's the best. And I'm wondering, too, if, if she the, was inspired. Yes. Yeah. If the writer of that particular movie was kind of like inspired by this. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Depending how old that movie was and when that person was a kid. So her husband, Peter Sr., he's distraught. His son, his heir is dead. And his wife is like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry, you know. And then Vita kisses her husband the same way and the husband dies. Mm-hmm. And she is discovered by this police reporter, uh, Sheik Carter, who does some insane shit to catch her. And when I was reading about it, I was like, this is literally bananas. I mean, he's jumping through living room windows and out of moving cars. He's doing the most. And this guy's just a reporter. He's not even, he's not even a detective. He's just a reporter and he's doing the like, absolute I need most. this story. Exactly. <laughs> like they describe it as like he jumps feet first through a window. Like, why are you doing that? You can go like, through the front door? That's like shit I was doing in Maine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> was... I was like, this is insane. So eventually he, like, he confronts her and then he monologues about how she did it. And when I said like, so he jumps through the window when he, I guess he suspects that she killed the son. Mm. So he goes to confront her. And that's when he witnesses her like essentially killing the dad. And again, instead of going through the front door, he jumps through a window. And because that's smarter, that's smarter. And so now that he's too late, so the dad's dead on the ground and she gets the out of dodge she just she's like i'm i'm gone and he's standing there he's discovered standing over the dead body by oh so then he looks guilty he looks guilty and um that's when you know he's arrested and this is when he jumps out of a moving police car to go confront her and then when he does he monologues about how she did it he's like this is how you did it um and then there was like these are from the comics it's like you waxed your lips with samper ice that froze your pores shut. You mix venom extracted from the snake with your lipstick, then kissed your victims. And immediately when I read that, I thought of, like you said, the Poison wax. Ivy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, Robin puts the wax on to keep from the venom getting him. Mm-hmm. So then <laughs> I was like, the best part of this character is that she confesses to Sheik. I want to say it's Sheik because it's like, C-H-I-C, but it could be Chick. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm Sheik Carter. Um, she confesses to Sheik. Uh, remember, he's just a police reporter. He's not a detective. He's not a cop. I don't know why she's confessing to him, honestly. Um, and then she stabs herself with a needle filled with cobra venom. <gasps> yep. So <laughs> I was like, she definitely goes out like a boss. Because poor, dumb Sheik is left standing over her dead body. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Um, now, obviously, Vita only appeared in the one comic, um, but they, it was epic. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And the interesting part is, like, especially these comics were very singular. Like you were saying, yours only had one comic mm-hmm. and mine only have one comic because... 
the main uh, antagonist ends up dead at the end. Yeah. And what's even more interesting about that is uh, Sheik was found standing over two dead bodies and the police are like, sure, like go about your business. Because he also appears in other comics after that, but they don't ever talk or touch upon the fact that he was found standing over two dead bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. He's just out here living his best life as mm-hmm. if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, that is Vita, the Cobra woman. I kind of wish she stayed alive. I know. She's kind of badass. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And like, honestly, like she was married to this guy who quote unquote imported her from yeah. India. He I deserved mean, to die. Yeah, he d- honestly, <laughs> he had to go. And, and then, his stupid yo, son. Yeah. Her harassing her. So he had to go too. Yeah. I see I see nothing wrong in what she did. No, she's a she's a superhero. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we exactly. just discovered a superhero. We did, we did. She was too short lived. I'm mad that, you know, she she went, she had to take herself out, but she would have been one of those super villains that you hate and love. Yes. But more love. Exactly. You're rooting for them. Exactly. And I think also, part of the reason that she did take herself out is because that cobra that she danced with, that she came from India with, um, she it says like she worshipped the cobra like a god, and um, she ended up killing it. I think at one <sighs> point he kills her cobra. That's kind of like, mean. Damn, that unnecessary. Exactly. And also, who are you? You're not even a cop, my dude. That's a nosy person, okay? <laughs> Yo, Stay out of my business. business. <laughs> Yo, why are you even here? Like, so I thought about that during the whole thing, and it's so funny because this is my take on it. I'm reading this, and I'm like, yeah. He's the villain. He's the villain. Literally, he's standing over two, two, three dead bodies. The villain bodies. just got away. Yeah, goes back to reporting oh and God. doing nonsense, jumping through windows, minding people's Feet business. First. Feet first. Who does that? How do you even do it? <laughs> Physically. Which, I mean, you know, in the I realm of physics. If you know karate, I think. To go feet first? Like from a standing position? That's crazy. I don't know. I just thought about that. Like, I'm picturing it and it's nuts. So, to be nosy. Like, why are you minding her business? She Carter. Police reporter. Maybe he was in love with her. Maybe. You I mean, know, the dad, the son. Imported, you know. That's messed up. Like a rug. It was bad. It that's, was bad. I didn't even think. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, what oh my God. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was bad. It was bad. That's the term male order bride. Yeah, literally. You know, that only occurred to my mind like a few years ago. Male order? Yeah. I didn't get it. You didn't, you're like... Now I do, but I was like, sense. oh, that's kind of mean. It is. It's kind of mean, but also it's like, yeah. That's what they did. Also, it's like 75% of the relationships on 90 Day Fiance, I feel. Or mail order. Yeah. 90 Day Mail Order. <laughs> exactly. That was my pandemic show. I've never seen Oh, my God. It- I think I've watched every other dating show except that one 90 day fiance had the drama it was perfect 
it's a guilty pleasure yeah. to watch people go through that. I Seriously. don't know why. Seriously. It's very strange. Was it Schadenfreude? I'm sorry? Shush. What is it, Schadenfreude? What's that mean? The It's like a term for when you get enjoyment from other people's suffering. That's you. <laughs> Your own words. No, it's a real word. It's a real German word. It's German. Yeah, Schadenfreude. Does it actually translate to that? Yeah, that's what it, ah, trans- that's okay. what it means. The only German I know is a uh, nicht gut blondine. Why is that the why do you know that? Let alone why is that the only thing you know? <laughs> uh I have a dear friend who lives in Germany. Yeah. Hi Adrian. Um <laughs> when she interned uh, first time I met her is she interned at a company I used to work for. And she was single at the time. Right now she's happily married and she has a baby. Uh, And she was teaching me German words. Best. And she, I think we were just, we just happened to see like maybe some attractive men walking by us. And then I heard her say, I was like, I'm I'm sorry, come again. No, I think it translates to blondes are no good. that's what i know i love it oh it's beautiful i think like the simplicity of the german language is what always amuses me it's like very literal Mm -hmm. so Uh, niche good yeah not good not good blondine blondes i was like it's beautiful (laughs) it's so beautiful niche good blondine (laughs) um it's like when Mr. Ash was showing us like German words, and the one that always sticks with me is Hanshu. It's like hand, shoe, <laughs> glove. Like it's just oh, so beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful in its simplicity. Like yep. the words are really long and they sound like, you know, a lot, but translations are so literal. Yeah. That's a good word. <laughs> Hanshu. Hand glove. I mean, no, sorry. Hand, shoe, yeah, glove. Glove. I love it. Oh, God. German. Hey, Mr. Ash. Yeah. <laughs> See? And Mrs. Ash. Yes. But isn't it, it's like one of those things. It's like things that um, years and years later, things that teachers, mind you, this wasn't even, we didn't take German in high school. No. Nope. one day. They, it should. Okay, listen. If they offered... <laughs> German? So much fun. I would, I would have taken German and I would we would have had this conversation in German. In German. Yes. Instead of me only saying Nishku Blondine and you saying Hanshu. <laughs> oh my god. Remember that German book I got? <gasps> With the brushes and the yes. pencils. Uh we went to Ojai, California. Yes. And there was an out like a outdoor very well known outdoor uh bookstore. Book yeah. Is it still there? Maybe. I hope so. Because I was like, man, this is a fire hazard. <laughs> oh, fire hazard. I think about when it rains. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it it's completely roof. open. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I don't understand how it works. It was ma- It was a magical place. <laughs> and we drove like four hours to get there. Yeah. And out of all the things. 
And we found it on the way out. Yes. That's what I leave behind. <laughs> that is my calling card as a supervillain. Brush German? it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. And how to say them and in German. And how to say them in German. Yes. Like you write the German word on it mm-hmm. and then you leave it behind. That yep. sounds crazy, but. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So don't mess with me. This is such a nut <laughs> It's so funny because that book brought so much enjoyment. A good book. Oh my god. And that's it. It doesn't it's not like it has like stories or anything. It's literally just the picture and then it's German name. It's the best thing ever. Good find. We almost missed it too, because we had left and came back. Yes. It's also a nice green. Yeah. All the pages are in this like nice, nice green color. It's good. And it's only, I think, like 20 pages. Yeah, it's very short. But it was like in a glass case. Is it maybe an old book? Can you see it? I don't have my glasses on. It should be. It's right there, right? Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh. Pincel fabric. <laughs> Heinrich. Look how long that word is. No, it's unnecessary. It's the word looks like it has every letter in the alphabet in it. I'm sorry, I'm gonna smell this. Oh, it still smells like the bookstore. Oh. Yeah, it's not in English. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't even wanna try, I'm gonna butcher okay, let's go to a page. Wow. Look at these illustrations of it's these brushes. Gorgeous, though. Gorgeous illustrations. Doppelt Verwaschken pencil. <laughs> ha pencil. Ha pencil. Ha pencil in Zwigen. I'm sorry to all the Germans <laughs> that will did, this ever is listen. Of, this, to this is a place of love. Like, most pencil. In Swigen. German. It's beautiful. Exactly. It makes everything better. I, this is my calling card. <laughs> you just leave back, like, German brushes, brushes with the German word on it. I mean, I think that's kind of charming as well. <laughs> if you say so. Also, look at that brush. I know. Looks like a fork. Yes. But Look. instead of the fork tongs, it's a brush. brush. Or bristles, rather. We weren't, weren't joking about it just being pictures of brushes and in, with German words. That's it. This it's, brought that's me to a happy book. place. Ah, shit. They also got metal pallets in here. Ooh. Pallet Mesa. That's what This is what I mean. I don't know. If it's the way words are pronounced, if it's the fact that the words are so literal, um, I think maybe part of it's too, like, I always think of what Mr. Ash said. He's like, if you don't know the word for it in German, you just keep adding words onto <laughs> the word and eventually you'll get there. I was like, that's just brilliant. Mind you, Mr. Ash was a math teacher. <laughs> And I'm, he's a great teacher, but I don't remember any of the math he taught me. I remember everything else. I don't remember what was the subject we were even in there for. We were just, it was so fun to be in that class. Exactly. And I think it's like he taught us because we seem to get such a kick out of 
the German word. So every, we would come early because I think it might have been our first class or something of the day. We'd be there early and he would just teach us German words. He also loved super ripe bananas. Yes. So every Bro, time. I'm so proud. <laughs> what? We love you, Mr. Ash. Yes. Every time. <laughs> Keep throwing that I in like, there. I like Mr. I like Mr. I do like Mr. Ash. He was a great teacher. Yeah. But every, I also like ripe bananas. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh, oh Mr. Ash. I hope they're doing well. Um. He also liked to, if when he was writing across the board, mm-hmm. he would like, instead of walking across, yeah. he would split his legs. Oh yeah, and then he'd do a split. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And then the thing that's kind of stayed with me too, and I think like he's he's given me this complex is he never wrote with blue pens. He said yes. he hated them. They only had black pens, and so now I can only write with black pens. Like he put it in my mind. I hate blue pens. And it's because of Mr. Ash. But again, we love you. So thank you for instilling you, Ms. this. And Miss Ash. Yes. She was a literary teacher. Lit- yeah. Literary, right? Is yeah. that their Yeah. Shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Yes. Ash. Yes. Oh, good time. But see, that stuff stays with you. Still get so much kick out of German. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why we don't learn it. We probably would be fluent by now if, with the amount of time and interest. We would just give this podcast in German. How do you <laughs> say not so super in German? Oh my god! Wow. Niche? Wait. Niche? niche? That sounds right. Niche? <laughs> That's all we know? <laughs> we don't speak German. <laughs> we just enjoy it. We'll figure it out. But yeah, first episode for our welcome back to the season. Guys, this is what you can look forward to. Um, We're super excited to bring you our super villains. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when our friend comes up with our jingle, we'll have an outro too. (laughs) So no pressure, no pressure, none whatsoever. Please don't get an ulcer. We'll see you next week. I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. And this has been Not Not So so super. Super.